0: What do you know? I don't know. I just know. Well, I'll tell you what I know. That's the dumbest fucking bet I ever heard of.
1: I disagree. I disagree. Welcome to Locky Town, home of the Hammerlock population, Mud Dogs. I'm your host, Burns Thomas, here with Mikey Locks. It's movie week. We're going to be joined by Blake Clark, the actor who plays Farmer Fran in The Water Boy. He's also the dad in 51st Dates. He's in. Basically, Mikey, your dog is howling. It's so exciting. Remember when the mud
2: dogs came back, Bob Boucher (laughs) wanted? to Mud (laughs) boat?
1: So we got got Farmer Fran on the pod. He's been in like every Adam Sandler movie. We're going to be ranking the greatest movie underdog catches of all time, talking about those. This is all for Movie Week on Bleacher Report's betting. Mikey, tell the people what Movie Week is.
2: Movie week is going to be great. We're going to be putting odds on all of our favorites, all the hits, all the classics, old school, water boy, dodgeball, happy Gilmore. What was the best comeback of all time? Who were the MVPs? What were the great moments? What were the odds have been? If you could live bet them, if you could get them before, we're going to have some fun out there. So Vern, super excited about it. And uh, this Farmer Fran interview with Blake Clark is all time. I remember when you were doing this, I was too drunk to figure out my, audio and video equipment. So I wasn't able to be a part of it. Uh, You stepped up in a big way though. And it was probably our best interview. I think that says a lot about me and my inability to
1: connect with other human beings. When we bring a friend on, you crush it. Maybe when a professional athlete comes on, you're so out of your I get a little little nervous. I get a
2: little (laughs) nervous around greatness. I'm working on it. I mean, from a
1: friend, it's like one of the best,
2: what was his position coach? I don't remember if you asked him, but was he like an O-line coach? I want to say strength because the kicker has to go run laps with him at one point. I mean, one of the greatest strength coaches ever. And, you know, for me to be in his presence,
1: it gets – my palms get a little sweaty. Can you blame the guy? Also, one of the greatest acting jobs ever. Yeah. I mean, he – Blake Clark speaks like a normal human. Farmer Fran speaks gibberish. And you just believe it. You totally buy in. You believe it. You pinch your nipples when the football is in the air on a Hail Mary in honor of Farmer Fran. I hope you get that reference. I've done it before. I definitely get the
2: reference. Uh, <laughs> let's not surface that old picture for my bachelor party. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, and, and the best part about it was he was in character like 50% of the time, I feel like. And
1: it's the yeah. funniest shit of all time. So we were like talking. We're like, oh, maybe he'll do the voice. I don't know if that's annoying. And he just comes on. And he's like, hey, yeah, you got to do it? <laughs> <laughs> So just good, so awesome. He's also <laughs> Vietnam. Yep, yeah, the dogs are howling. That's our right. mud dog. It's the mud dogs. <laughs> um. <laughs> anyways, he he's awesome. Vietnam War veteran, great American, great actor, and we're just thrilled to have him on. Let's get into it, though. Mikey, we're gonna rank the greatest movie do- movie underdog caches of all time, and we'll go from we're we're go- we're dealing with what eight movies here. We'll start at the bottom and I think work our way toward the top. We have some disagreements, but we're going to run through them. Mikey? My,
2: my dog knew we were about to do this segment. That's why the dog started barking here because this was some of the greatest dogs barking upsets of all time. Let's start at the bottom, Vern, um, yep. with number eight, semi-pro. Now, what? They were in a, a secondary league and they had to finish uh, in the top four to make it to what is essentially the NBA cast of characters i mean will ferrell in the post i don't want it you got it i don't want it when they were passing back, back to and me forth, back to you back to, me, back to me back to you i mean who hasn't done that when they're playing pickup uh will ferrell was just a really old school power forward does he does he translate to the modern game i don't know he did have a nice touch but i don't think he could switch very well on the pick and roll he's just in there just barreling people down and grabbing boards but That was a a nice little upset for them. I think – I don't know what the odds are. Check B.R. betting this week to see what what
1: that would have been, but had to be like 10-1. to The Flint-Michigan Mega Ball is one of the great sports movie moments ever. Fourth place. The whole crowd was chanting it, fourth place, fourth place. What's his name? (laughs) The dude ended up changing teams at halftime. I don't even know how it all happened. He came. The alley-oop was created. The Flint-Michigan Mega Bowl will go down in history. However, it was only for fourth place, and they still didn't make the NBA. That's why it's last on our list. Notable, but not top seven material, top eight. Best moment from that movie is when the
2: referee when goes to the referee and says, S, my D, I'll murder your family.
1: Yep. Mm -hmm. That's a great take. Corn dogs, Jackie. Corn dogs. Corn dogs. All right. Next one. I've got here – the, in the, look, this is controversial. Talladega
2: night. Wins a win. Underdog movie cashes. Okay, I want you to remember, this isn't about winning or losing. This is about cashing bets. That's what the spin is. This is about cashing a bet. So it is controversial from a sports perspective, but from a gambling perspective, it has shades of the 2019
1: Kentucky Derby. Keep going, Brian. Look, Cal Naughton won on a technicality. I don't, you know, they left their car. I just, I don't. You know that's that's one that yeah if I if I have Cal it's like amazing Kentucky Derby a great reference. However, you want to see your guy cross that finish line first.
2: Dodgeball, next one. I don't. After- I just want to say I don't give a fuck if my guy crosses the finish line first. I just want to cash a ticket. So Keep
1: I going. want the moment though. I need. Dodgeball is un- unbelievably hit. underrated right here. Look, average Joes, they did have no business being there. I actually want to flip these next two. Can we flip these next two? Flip it. All right. Instead of dodgeball, I want to go Space Jam. Yes, they were playing against the Monstars. However, they had Michael Jordan, the greatest player of all time. Therefore, they never should have been in that situation. Michael Jordan, Bugs Bunny, is elite. He can hop. MJ stretching out of control. Like, they never should have been in that situation. Layla Space Bunny. Jam, elite. We have some
2: terrible role players on that team. Daffy Duck, the pig, like that little bird. Like that that is one of the worst supporting casts. And not only that, think about hitting Tweety Bird. Think about hitting them on the live line. Like that shit was crazy. Mm. They were getting crushed at halftime. Who knew that MJ was going to drink his secret juice? Actually, we
1: should probably see if that will get voided because
2: what was in that secret sauce that he drank at halftime? mj secret stuff I, we, need, we might need a drug test on that i want to see
1: how lebron addresses the secret stuff because there's going to be a lot of heh yeah. jokes so when the next space jam comes out maybe they'll leave secret stuff out of it if you notice that little wink and a nod to your friends you'll pretend you're the smart one like oh that's why they didn't include it it's us this is our secret conspiracy want, theory all right want, so eight, eight eight is
2: semi-pro seven is talladega knights Six is space jam. Yes. Five is Dodgeball. What a comeback. Yes. And he bets on his own team at the end, which is amazing. And yeah. then we get into number four, which is water boy. Where was Bobby the first half? I mean, he had to deal with his mom. He had to deal with some shit and he comes in during the speeches. And that is one of the greatest moments in sports history.
1: Remember when Bobby Boucher showed up at halftime and the mud dogs, won the bourbon
2: Bowl? That was pretty good. Thank that was, you. That was pretty good. Uh, your farmer friends a little bit better. But that was, that was pretty good. You remember
1: dope. that dad, Bobby? <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: so funny. It's so good. <laughs> I mean, Bobby Boucher, the, the Mud Dogs had no business being in contention. That, talk about a bad supporting cast. I, when we talk about MB, MVPs, he might have to be the vote because he was a one-man wrecking group.
1: I have a take on this, but I'm going to save it for the MVP section. Okay. Okay. Cast, not quite as bad as you think. And he unlocked the secret in the Mr. Coach clan who has a great playbook, one of the greatest offensive minds of all time, that helped them get there. He did have some help. Also, if I'm betting with someone, if I need a betting partner, Vicky Valancourt, she knew the exact score. Ain't no guess. That's what it's going to be. Just voodoo voodoo magic. Next one, number three. I think this could maybe be number one. No. Okay. Beer Fest. It can't be um
2: because of this reason this is this has sharps written all over it was it an unbelievable upset did the americans go in and, and beat the germans they also beat the irish too uh <laughs> yes and it was unbelievable but and the performance to the the way it went down you know they they got the trick there at the end to turn the boot Flip it, flip it. Flip, they flipped the boot it, that that is truly one of the greatest upsets and i think third is is fair you're going into that beer fest tournament you're probably Americans have never been there before. You're probably looking at, you know, 30 to 1 essentially. Uh, my rough handicapping. But here's why I don't think it is. Because one, when they beat the Germans, they had been just kind of dominating everyone. You started to see something special was going on in that team, much like the ah, 81 Olympics. But here's my number one reason. We we knew because we saw behind the scenes the training that was going in. They took a full year. They replaced landfill with landfill too. They were every day out there. You know, they ping drank pong, Rams ping Pong and Ding Ding. They drank rams. Piss. They were out there. So I just feel like that's one of those scenarios where the sharps would have caught on and, and someone would have been would have leaked that and, and their odds probably would have started really low. And then people would have the ones the insiders would have caught on and known, hey, there's something special going on in the United States.
1: I also believe in narrative betting. And to have, you know, I'm I'm Jewish, I can say this, to have a Jewish man beat the Germans. It's all good, but, you know, that still, like, was a nice score, and I believed in that narrative coming well, the eye of the Jew. I, you know, I thought the gonna narrative see. you were going
2: to – you were missing a, the biggest narrative. Landfill, one of their partners,
1: died. Oh, yeah. And so they were yeah, trying Landfill. to win
2: for him. He was actually murdered by the Germans, right? So they're mm. playing for Landfill. His brother, Landfill 2, which they call him, just Landfill. miraculously <laughs> fills in and is a little bit better than Landfill 1. And it's like, it's like one of your favorite theories when, when the team's mascot dies you always hammer that team. This was that times
1: 10. And this has you know multiple. What? Yeah. We would have been on the Americans. Oh, yeah. All over. <laughs> all right. Old school. Specifically, Frank debating the raging Cajun, James Carville. One of the greatest political commentators this, of all time.
2: This one's interesting because that exact moment was obviously super amazing. But that whole... Um, whatever we want to call it, decathlon or that whole exchange where they had to go through the series of events to pass. Uh, I mean, Wincy doing the front flips uh, mm. on on the gymnastics. Mm. frank uh, Vince Vaughn holding on the on the ropes while smoking a cigarette. There was a lot of amazing <laughs> feats of athleticism, of intelligence, but Frank beating uh, the raging Cajun was amazing, mostly because he blacked out, and you can't you can't predict that. It's just one of those moments in sports where someone has an out-of-body experience and there's no telling where it came from or if it will ever happen again, but you were too lucky to watch it and you were lucky, hopefully, to bet on it. Did we, did we mess up here? Because they didn't technically pass because Blue died. That's, I think that's why we have the specific upset of Frank, Frank over the Raging Cajun because they, you're right, they didn't, they didn't technically pass. I do feel like that would have gone to an appeal if Frank and Dean Pritchard Correct. didn't get into a, a very public wrestling match uh, <laughs> and brawl. But uh,
1: you, Frank, Frank, you did good, Big Cat. I I do have one thing also I want to say. I feel like Frank might have maybe blacked out one night with the TV happened to catch on whatever subject he debated about. I forget some. I forget yeah, so- what the subject was. And I just think it just triggered back, like his drunken memory, like. Kicked like, a, that, so you're, you're referencing Beerfest actually, when. Um,
2: yes, yes. It, uh, what's the guy's drunk. Yeah, When E equals MC Hammered, where he, he proves the theory that, you know, you can repeat something when you black out and you can repeat it without knowing, but you have to get drunk again. So Frank, I guess, then was drunk during that debate. He had to be, and they were all drunk that whole movie. Um,
1: and just.
2: I had no response. That was yeah.
1: perfect. All right. Number one the greatest underdog cash of all time. There's no question. We've talked about this before. Happy Gilmore down four on the back nine versus the greatest golfer in the world. Shooter McGavin. He had never won a tournament before. Comes back, learn how to putt. The tower fell on the green. Like just, just truly the greatest underdog cash of all time. Imagine holding that ticket. The public was unhappy, and they won. You, love a, I love a good public win. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we would have been unhappy, but not only
2: all the things you said, Vern, uh, so eloquently. I mean, you know, his house, his, went. His, his grandmother's house was on the line. He was going to burn down, mm-hmm. you know, the, and, and piss on the ashes. He was going to make his room the trophy room, but he got hit by a Volkswagen, and he definitely had mm-hmm. a separated shoulder, and he played through that, which, you know, again, you're just thinking about watching a live line, on your website, he gets hits by the Volkswagen. I mean, that's another, you know, plus 500 added on top. The tower goes down, it's another plus 1,000 added on top. I mean, there were must, you must have gotten to a point where you could have taken happy at, you know, I, I would think five, 50 to 1, 60 to 1. Um, and and yeah, ends up cashing. Uh, shooter has a mental breakdown afterwards, which was, which was great. Um, but just that's Mr. Gilmore's. All-time, all-time
1: underdog cash. It it really is the greatest moment. One thing, one issue I have with this is that, I mean, Happy should have been, like, he should have won with his driving distance. It's like Bryson DeChambeau, like, finally That's winning. That's not – you're just you're, – you're a prisoner of the moment.
2: You're a pi- prisoner of what Bryson is doing on the PGA Tour right now. How can I not be? How can I not be? You're right. Kay. Thank you for – you grounded me, but, like – but like a lot of those, you know, this was a major championship, and a lot of those major championships, they find ways to reward accuracy. Uh, mm. You know, being uh, iron, just saves iron play around the green. Um, you need to be a uh, Gary. Ser- you need to be a lot more surgical, and you know, mm. Happy didn't always have that. So I would I would disagree
1: there. No, he was really more of a a mashing it kind of guy. Likes to mash it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, those are our rankings. I'm going to run through it. Semi pro. Talladega Nights, Space Jam, Dodgeball, Waterboy, Beer Fest, Old School, Happy Gilmore. Mikey, what are your three favorite movies from that
2: group? Maybe this is an indictment on the list, but my top three movies ranked are also in the top three. Number one is Old School, the best movie ever made. Happy Gilmore is a close second. And then Beer Fest comes in at third. That, the third place was really tough. You have uh, You have a lot of good movies in here. But yeah, that, that's, the, that's the list.
1: What is yours? I want to also honorable mention Zoolander when Hansel upset Zoolander himself what? for male model of the year.
2: That's
1: that's just a, a really great cash. Uh, how could you have bet against Zoolander? He was on the no fade list. Yeah. Um, What's your my, top three? My top three. Beer Fest is certainly in the top three. This is no... Pr- Let's well, see, I want to give something different than you. Because... Old school and beer fest are both in mine, and they're in yours. So I'll take out Happy Gilmore, even though like this is you're totally butchering the
2: segment. Um, No, I'm not. I don't think you came prepared. It's dodgeball. Okay, let's just move on to MVP
1: of Movie Week. You blew that. Okay, I I I disagree. Choked. MVP of Movie Week. We have Sack, Frank the Tank, Happy Gilmore himself, Landfall Two, Michael Jordan, Bow Wow, and then Bobby Boucher slash Farmer Fran or Farmer Fran. Mikey, let's start with Sack. I'm just surprised that Wedding Crashers was
2: not on the list for top underdog caches of all time because if you look at the football game in Wedding Crashers, you have a team made up of Jeremy, who was all state quarterback. He says it himself, could put it wherever he wanted. I mean, prototypical 6'5 stands in the pocket with a rifle arm, just picking out receivers. Uh, you had quarterback his- and Rudy. You had really? I didn't know that. You yeah. have his brother who who's in the slot. Uh, and you know, Owen Wilson could could run a route or two. He had uh Rachel McAdams on him. I think that's a little bit of a mismatch there. Uh and all the while, Sack and Co. I mean, Sack lunch, the 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 one-man wrecking crew, a la Bobby Boucher, a la you know, Khalil Mack, a la K Thibodeau up in Oregon, that pass rush really got to Jeremy. And it just turned the entire game around. And then you have him on offense just racehorsing by people. Um, I, I think Sack has a Half strong consideration football? for MVP. I, I mean, the guy, the guy was unbelievable. He's on steroids. Fastest guy I've ever seen.
1: One of the guys in, in, on the wedding, in Wedding Crashers on the team. Yeah, you didn't know Vince Vaughn was the quarterback in Rudy? I've never seen I think him. he's like backup quarterback. What? You've <laughs> never seen Rudy? I've watched cool. it twice on my vacation already. Nice. In, all right, next one. Frank the Tank, he had the debate against James Carville, as we already said. He had the team keep their composure. We saw that locker room leadership. Negative point for catching on fire, perhaps. Negative, negative point for catching on fire, but
2: the man was going through a divorce as well. And and I don't want to discount that. I mean, there was a lot of personal stuff going on in his life, and he kind of rose above it, which I just think speaks to his character. He forgot his own birthday. There's a lot going on. So Frank the Tank, strong. Candidate. I mean, I, I don't think he is going to go ahead and win this thing though, because he, he did fall into a fire.
1: Yes, falling into a fire, big no-no. Next one, Happy Gilmore. He did lead to the biggest cash of all time. Dislocated shoulder, hit the shit out of the ball. Mikey, is this how is this not a runaway for Happy Gilmore?
2: He's up there, man. I mean, he's, he's up there. Shooter also. We didn't say it last time. Shooter was known as a choke artist. He had never won the gold jacket before, so. I bet you some sharps were there thinking gold jackets, yours, shooters gonna choke, as was said in the movie. And look, it ended up happening. So Vicky Valancourt was prophetic,
1: as was the gold jacket, yours, shooters gonna choke guy. I love that. Next one here, Landfill 2. He comes in after Landfill died. He just is, an, yeah, great guy. Just, already knows everything about everyone, has done his research.
2: Just an all time moment. I mean, you you've mentioned it before, too. When someone gets hurt, the team usually can kind of rally together. And he came out cold off the bench. He hadn't been training. Um, and those are the stories you love in sports where the guy, you know, at the end of the bench has to step up in a big moment. And Landfill, too, did this in a big way. So strong, strong
1: candidate. All, all was lost when Landfill died. They weren't even going to play. They went from not participating to beating the Germans. It was frustrating. All right. Next one, Michael Jordan, Space Jam. Why don't you put the nipple on it? Uh, MJ. <laughs> what is it, grandpapa? <laughs> MJ.
2: Yeah, Michael yeah, Jordan. He, he, put him on, he put him on his back. I mean, we're just seeing a lot of guys here who absolutely just put their team on the back, though. And MJ did this. Um, to your point, though, it is Michael Jordan. We kind of expected it. If you're going to be the GOAT, be the GOAT.
1: Um, it's why. He did that. So, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's why, you know, we don't always see the best player, Win MVP. It's a constant debate, debate, right? And I'm not gonna give that to MJ this time. He let his team get down. Bow wow, like Mike, Mike. I mean, mean, got buckets. Just straight up got buckets. Pretty incredible scene out of nowhere. Definitely an underdog story. However, as far as catching underdog bets, you watch him play once, and like you're never fading that guy. That guy's a heavy favorite always. I don't care. Do not care. Once you saw him play, you knew there was some magic. Bow Wow, I'm glad he's on the list. He's not my MVP. Best scene. Best scene
2: in that movie was uh, when Dirk asks Bow Wow for an autograph, and oh, that's good. Bow Wow says, "Yeah, for for his niece." He says, "What's what's her name?"
1: And he says, "Dirk." Sick reference. So
2: the, the autograph was for Dirk.
1: Last two showed up at halftime. Mud Dogs won the Bourbon Ball. Bobby Boucher. Mike? We've talked about it. I mean,
2: this is, you're talking about most valuable, right? Not the best player. So as we think about this, there's, and we're going to make our, I'm going to make my pick right now. It comes down to two players for me. I have a pick too. So it's going to be the sap. It's going to be the sack or it's going to be Bobby Boucher, but without either of those guys on the team. And it's funny. They come down to similar positions, right? Uh, Without both those guys on the team, those teams are completely out of it. They're bottom feeders. So, I mean, you know, in Whitey Crush, they did have Secretary Cleary at, at quarterback. He was kind of throwing dimes. But I'm going to give it to the sack. I, I, again, I think without him, that team gets boat raced out of there. They probably don't even score a point, and they're just opening the floodgates. I think the sack is the MVP. I'm
1: going to bring up a, a question here that I've had. Do you think normal people, not psychos not like you, sorry, yeah. know who sack is? Do, you think I, do I give a fuck? That's the answer. What? Okay. Kind of question just Google it. You'll know.
2: Uh, I think about, everyone knows who the sack is. Sack master. <laughs> what about Farmer Fran? Farmer Fran played a pivotal role. Um, I'm looking at him more as like a
1: little COI coach of the year. Yeah, um, absolutely. He was
2: technically not a player. I bet you he
1: wrecked defenses, though, in his heyday. No doubt That's, about that. He definitely played, maybe had some brain damage. Maybe he's just maybe, Cajun. Maybe like a little left guard.
2: I could just see him pulling around the edge and just absolutely pancaking people.
1: Uh, uh, Yeah, he definitely was destroying people out there. Perhaps the the Bobby Boucher before Bobby was there. Also, though, my my pick, Landfill 2. They weren't participating. Landfill 2 took them from not participating to winning the greatest beer drinking competition in the world, defeating the Germans. When they showed up a year ago, they had their – grandpappy's ashes thrown on them. And then a year later, landfill two led them to the championship. He is mine. However, real quick, farmer Fran coach of the year, our special interview. (laughs) Goomba is pumped. That's Mike's dog. Mikey's dog is fired up for the interview. I'm going to tee it up here in a minute. We've got farmer Fran. One of my favorite moments ever. Just also want to appreciate our run of going Harold Varner following up with farmer Fran amazing back-to-back who knows how we'll top it next week. This is a special episode. We're going to be back Tuesday, giving you more golf picks. So no worries there. I'm going to tee up the interview. Here's farmer Fran. Mikey, you have anything you want to say before we let him go? Uh, That's a good interview. i really going to enjoy it. That, that was, was
2: terrible. What are the worst? Can you try it again? That? Can we you can try go. it again? Absolutely no. not. Try it again. No. <laughs> uh,
1: hey, Bobby Boucher, the bourbon <laughs> You're just too Californian to get that accent. Thank you. You're just not TikTok even close. Take that as a great me compliment. And, me and Blake won't take it as a compliment. Also, he says he's going to try to come back on, give us some picks during football season. We certainly hope that is the case. Without further ado, here he is, Farmer Fran. We are super pumped today to have actor Blake Clark on with us. You may know him as the dad in Fifty First Dates, the voice of Slinky Dog in Toy Story, or even Sean's dad in Boy Meets World. But he also played one of our favorite characters, maybe <laughs> one of the greatest humans of all time, oh, as Farmer stop. Fran in The Water Boy. Blake, <laughs> thank you for joining us.
0: Hey, baby. my player. <laughs> the Baba Boucher he come in here. the on uh, the deck.
1: Yes, yes to what you just said. How often do people ask you to do that?
0: Uh, not as much as they used to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when I was, uh, I was doing a thing with Robin Williams in uh, Iraq, and Afghanistan, and places like that, and I told uh, Fred Wolf, who, who wrote uh, with David Spade, he wrote uh, Joe Dirt, wrote a bunch of other stuff, too, that Adam has done. So I told Fred this, and I said, when I started off, I went in that time by Boucher in the field. And, you know, 5,000 <laughs> troops go nuts. And then at the end of it, I would say, you know, this place is dangerous, it's dirty, it's hot, it's sandy, it's terrible, but just remember this, how my way you make it? And they went nuts. <laughs> they liked that, it was from Joe Dirt, So they liked that.
1: That is amazing.
0: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, people, yeah, they, you know, they kind of do. And and when mm-hmm. I was doing stand-up, I would start out my act by just walking out, standing there for a second, and then go minute time, quite and <laughs> they'd, you know, then they'd like me.
1: So yeah, part. that's you. You're but playing then the I
0: hits. and they change their mind.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Starting off with the hits, just just yeah, keep I, littering yeah. it in throughout. <laughs> I, I peak right there yeah <laughs> the, minute, the next
0: 59 is it, minutes right?
1: is that what you're doing with us too you came on with it yes. i was gonna ask if you could I'm do it peaked.
0: i was actually peak getting the phone to take a picture of me but my wife <laughs> I, i'm 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 a luddite I, I don't you know i can kind of figure out the phone to use it but that's about it
1: hey this is pretty easy click a link and I guess, I don't know if you had to download Zoom or or not. I but. did, but
0: I, she's got it on her phone, so I put it on mine. Okay. We both awesome. got it.
1: That works great. I want to know, how did you find yourself in the kind of Sandler universe, as it's called? But yeah, how did, well, how did it come to be?
0: Very lucky. I We did a movie together uh, way back in the old days. Uh, he had just moved out. To Los Angeles from New York. You just graduated NYU. Excuse me. We did this movie. It was written and directed and produced by Bobcat Goldthwait. Called Shakes the Clown. Okay. And we played buddies in this movie. And it's got. It's a weird movie. It was it was a loosely about stand up comedy, but everybody was a clown. And. Uh, uh, that makes so sense. We, yeah, so we were we were buddies in the movie, and we became friends, even though I'm a lot older than him. Uh, and we just became friends. And then he got Saturday Night Live while we were doing the movie. And Fred oh, wow. Wolf, I mentioned before, that wrote yeah. Joe Burton, uh, uh, Tommy Boy, and Black oh, wow. Sheep. And he also wrote uh, uh, Grown Ups. Okay. I I think anyway, uh, he was already in New York as a writer. So I called him up and I said, Hey, this is Adam Sandler. He's a good kid. He's coming there. And so they talked and then, um, Adam's always been very good to me over the years.
1: What, what did you guys bond over? Was there, was it sports or just being two actors? but sports a lot.
0: And also, uh, you know, he's very family oriented. He's very, uh, he's fiercely loyal. I met his mother and father at the time. His father's since passed away. I met, uh, his brother. I met Jared. Who oh, wow. kid. Then. This was 20. God, no, I mean, you know what? I don't even think Jared was born when we did shakes the clown. I was thinking of water boy, but yeah. Uh, Waterboy was the first movie I did with him. And it was kind of uh, kind of intimidating because, you know, I'm going in to be this Cajun character, and he was Cajun man on Saturday Night Live.
1: That's right. So,
0: yeah, you know, I'm from Georgia, so I'm used to people talking, go talk, talk, get your bull, over, that, over. <laughs> and, you know, back when I lived there, I didn't know what they were saying. But having lived in California for years, you know, you just go, uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what they saying. Uh, anyway, I also am partially deaf from, from explosions and blowups and walking in front of cannons when they cranked off in Vietnam. So, wow. I always, you know, what I think I hear is much more interesting than what is actually said. But, uh, so I was kind of intimidated by it and everything in the script was written out phonetically. So okay. I tried to figure out what she's saying. <laughs> and having grown up in the you know, grown up in Georgia, not necessarily Cajun area, but in Georgia, you could kind of figure out based on uh you know, the what they were saying, like <laughs> Just Coach Klein, Coach Klein, sorry, I'm so late. My truck done gone down. <laughs> so I kind How? of figured out what the character was saying, and I just tried to make it Southern with a sort of a French accent and gibberish, and it worked. So, and then it worked uh, great. Sometimes. Uh, <laughs> here's an interesting thing when we win the first game and we have a party. Yes. And I'm eating the frog leg uh, yes. uh, uh, cupcakes or whatever the old frog legs, out. <clears throat> and they were actually German chocolate with the German chocolate uh, uh, icing or frosting or covering or whatever you want to call it on it and then stuck the things that said, so well I bit it, the stuff would go up my nose. So we kept, kept having to do take after take after take. And I, uh, the line was, we'd all the bag of which. <laughs> I don't know what. By the way, I said to 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 uh, Adam, "What what does this mean?" He goes, "I don't know." He goes, uh, <laughs> I "Asked Hurleyhe." So Tim Hurlihy was over over off the off the set, and so I walked over there to Hurleyhe, who wrote the damn thing with with Adam. And I said, uh, "What does this mean?" And he said, "I don't know." I went, well, wait, you wrote it?" <laughs> And I, it, we just put it there. So I went, okay. So I kind of tried to figure that he's trying to say these are Gum good. We don't like them. So <laughs> that's what and then the other thing that uh, people say, you know, <clears throat> when we were in the locker room and everybody say, hey, remember the time Babouche ran naked or whatever and my thing was they just said just say something when the camera comes to you. Ding! I didn't have a line. They just said, "Say something." So I went. Man the time Bobby Boucher on the field. Remember the time Bobby Boucher was on the field? The quarterback ran off. The quarterback ran off. His replacement come on. His replacement come on. Bobby Boucher, Bobby Boucher tackled him. <laughs> so I just, you know, I grew up playing sports. My dad was a coach. Uh, for football and baseball in Georgia.
1: Cool.
0: I never was good in baseball, so that kind of disappointed him. But I was captain of the team (laughs) my senior year in high school with football. And uh, so, you know, kind of had a somewhat of an insight into how the game functions. Of course, that was 30 years ago. It's changed tremendously (laughs) since then. I I don't even know that I could Call what a formation is anymore.
1: You know, it's, they, are you a and, Georgia fan? Are you a Bulldogs yeah. fan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Alabama, any
0: any Southeastern Conference team.
1: Okay, Georgia. I especially. mean,
0: like when yeah, Clemson that, played Alabama, I wanted yeah. Alabama to win. I wasn't upset that Clemson won, and I think they were the better team. But I, I'm gonna always go with the SEC team because I grew up, you know. I lived on, I lived in Macon, Georgia, which is the redneck capital of the world. They don't grow them all there, but they come there to train. That's where they do their <laughs> post whatever, not doctoral, but whatever. They come there to be, you know, after they've gone through their basic redneck training, they come there for their redneck training. Anyway, uh, and then I live close to Jacksonville where they used to play the Gator Bowl, and every, well, I still do every year the George Florida game is there in the Gator Bowl. So we would go down to it. And uh, my dad went to that school there. Most of my cousins. Oh, wow. And I was the, you know, whatever you want to call it, the the rebel in the family.
1: You were the... I went to
0: college, yeah. So,
1: Okay. I I interviewed at the Macon Telegraph. Really? Uh, Out of college, yeah. I almost took a job there. So... I know where your, it is on a map.
0: Do you believe in God?
1: <laughs> thank you.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, thank God. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It worked out a lot better. I believe you. I'm very it's happy about a
0: place. it. It's okay. I mean, I think I, <laughs> it's, it's the best thing about making is it's about 75 miles south of Atlanta. So,
1: okay, yeah, there we go. I, I think I would have lived in Athens. I, I Athens do have a question. But, Athens would have been great. Yeah. Well, so back back to Waterboy and like Farmer Fran, did Adam pitch you this role of like, you're going to be this very oh, Cajun. I,
0: I auditioned for it. You did? Yeah. In, in, I, I when you
1: auditioned.
0: Yeah, my agent. I auditioned for uh, Karachi and Jack G. I didn't know either one of them at the time, I knew Adam, but he wasn't there. So I went in and uh you know they they were uh kind of laughing because i don't know adam tells stories about me you know being a crazy bastard and so forth and <laughs> combat veteran and all that stuff so they were kind of yeah. laughing when i walked in so that's always good you know unless it's a drama so <laughs> that is a good song. i about. did i did the thing and then you know they said thank you and i walked out and i went i don't know how that went you know i guess it was okay because you know the it was written phonetically but i tried to like i was saying stuff right but then i got the part so and then well uh, i
1: guess you it, crushed it not
0: only did i get the part they made me like a, a, a i went from farmer Fran was uh, originally an original script if i remember correctly he was just in a couple of scenes. So then I guess they liked what I did and they had him like me and wanted to help me out. So Farmer <clears throat> Fran became an assistant coach
1: and it was there all the time. I just watched so, the movie today. Yeah. You, I mean, like it is, you are a key character. Farmer Fran is totally integral to like the team. <laughs> You're in so many scenes. You help them win the bourbon ball. No, <laughs> I
0: think I was pulling on my nipples, at that. and that yes, was the coldest. That was the coldest night of the year. I mean, it's in Orlando, Florida, <laughs> it doesn't get that cold. not in the forties, and I'm, you know, I was supposed to pull on the things, and they kept coming off because they were just clip-ons, and they said, "Okay, when I said, "Just film it. I'm freezing," because I had to have my shirt off. There.
1: You know how popular that scene is. I mean. That the gif of you pinching your nipples while the ball's in the air, <laughs> and it's floating through, and yes. you're smiling. You managed to put a great smile on. It's they, a I very was up in the. They would film
0: the thing like this with the crap. They had the crap. They move them around the, the uh, stadium because I think yes. the thing the, it used to be the Tangerine Bowl or something. Then it became the. I don't know. You monster Orange eat, bowl or
1: monster
0: room get screwed up bowl, or whatever, you know, something like <laughs> Outback, your mother's sister's butt bowl, whatever. <laughs> it was about a 50,000 seat arena that was very nice, and I think they had a, uh, I think they had a, 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 an arena team that trained there, too.
1: Okay.
0: Did. I don't know. Anyway, so they had they had about five thousand people. So they would they would be in a V. So you'd move them over here, and when you film here, and then you pull back, you see all of that. So I was in. It was over on this side over here. As you, behind the scoreboard is back there. The team is going that way, and I and I'm over in this this section of the thing doing that. <laughs> and uh, Adam's down there saying, smile, do this, do that, pull on you, do that. So, you know, Adam just, he sometimes just stands off camera and tells you what to do, and you do it. Because he knows, well, it he, worked. you know, he created the thing in his head, so he knows what he wants to see. So he just, you know, and I would so say, funny. That, I mean, if I wasn't getting it right, like in, uh, uh, 51st First Dates, I kept saying something wrong, and I said, say it. And he goes, no, no, no I don't, don't say it. So he would say it, and then I would just try to copy what he said. And then he had a great way of uh, of uh, directing. He'd come up to you, and <clears throat> like we were doing a Little Nikki, and he hey, you married the <laughs> guy. Uh, and you know something's coming. So you know when uh, when we did uh, we did Waterboy, I went, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah it was fun, huh? I went, oh yeah, it was great, yeah it was great. We had a lot of fun, drank a lot of stuff, ate a lot of steaks. Yeah, it was good. good, You know, in that movie, you really you you did that former friend character. Uh, It was really good the way you did it. You know, saying those things and and I know what's coming. I know oh, yeah, it's, but um, in this movie. <laughs> you understand what you're saying. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like exactly like walk, one of his characters. <laughs> point I guess you got the point across.
0: Yes, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> and you So he know, would do just, it
1: like he that's like an Adam Sandler skit, like a classic like quiet, quiet, Adam, quiet. nice
0: is an Adam Sandler skit
1: okay so that's real
0: always that way
1: so with filming waterboy was it like a giant party you guys are in florida we had a
0: lot of fun we had a lot of fun he had just uh finished wedding singer he had done yeah billy madison and uh uh i mean uh, uh happy gilmore and then he did something i think with uh Damon Wayans and some cop thriller thing, and then he did uh, somewhere, and there he did that, and he did Wedding Singer. So actually, we were filming uh, Waterboy, and he had to go to New York and do uh, do the uh, premiere of Wedding Singer. <clears throat> but he was he was Adam Sandler. Everybody knew who he was, but he wasn't such a big yep. mega star that we couldn't go places. You know, people would come up and want to take a picture or whatever. And we'd go out and he'd set it he'd take everybody in the cast and crew or whatever and we'd go to Morton's there in Orlando and he'd pick up the bill for us and whatever you wanted wow. to drink, whatever you wanted to eat. He did that all the oh, time. That is
1: awesome. Yeah. You, and was there uh, any Well we but, we are a betting podcast. Was there any kind of gambling happening on state <laughs> on set? Any any yeah, any betting a, stories they, you remember? They any they card did. games? Yeah, I bet
0: Blake doesn't hit his mark.
1: Um, <laughs> no, no, no. It's all good. I'm not that smooth with the pivots.
0: Uh, yeah. He. Uh, no, we didn't. I mean, uh, you know, we, we beat the odds uh, because we came back. and uh, uh, After Dan Fountain said, well, he better do something because they suck. And we came back and won the game. But, you know, it was pretty much I mean, everybody knew because we read the script. Right. Uh, but, were, you know, there were a lot of athletes there, a lot of pro- professional uh, football players, a lot of uh, ex-college football players. Uh, um, some of them had won national championships. There was a guy from Miami who had they'd won a couple of national championships. There was uh, guys from the University of Florida, Auburn, Alabama, Georgia, uh, Detroit uh, Tiger. I mean, uh, Detroit Lions,
1: the southern you bill bill cower you you had coaches yes, at least yeah. in the movie there yeah, yeah.
0: so i guess been one night. oh that's fun yeah
1: were they were they a good time or were they like yeah, football they coach just, Yeah. They, you
0: know, they were excited or i don't know if they're excited they were happy to be with with adam and and the other guys yeah sure me not so much
1: they you know <laughs> <laughs> and, to, and then when they saw you know the genius that was coming of farmer fran
0: oh yeah sure it, that,
1: that's <laughs> it. um key. can you take us through or, or as farmer fran i guess because you can do the voice so well the second half of that game what would farmer fran say about it
0: i thought him i didn't do the cold. and we had a, we live a fire all day and <laughs> A whole steady minute to the game. We can't do it. You can't do it. You can't do
1: it. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. The, the, the comeback was incredible. Bobby showed up at halftime, yes, he helped did. lead the Mud Dogs to the Bourbon Bowl. What, what happened? What was your reaction when he showed like, up there at halftime? You know,
0: we were sitting there and nobody knew what to do. And Coach, Coach Klein, Henry Winkler, who's one of the nicest human beings in the world. You'll never meet a nice person. Yes. He's sitting in the, in the locker and he goes, does anybody have any ideas? And we were sitting there and then they, everybody started reminiscing about Bobby. And then he came in, remember the time, you know, Bob Boucher showed up and the, and the mud dogs run the bourbon bowl. And we all jumped up and down and I actually ran out, led the team out for second half. And, uh, you know, we look what look what the uh, New England Patriots did to the Atlanta Falcons in the Super Bowl. There it
1: is. I mean they figured. That's what it, happened. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> in the Legion of Sports Comebacks, you know that's one of the all time greats. Is is that comeback? Um, yeah. In also your overalls, um, I think were a great <laughs> a great choice. Had you ever worn overalls so much? No, I don't
0: wear them <laughs> ever. We even growing up in the South, I didn't wear overalls. Uh, you know, people pukwaters wore overalls, and I used to hunt and fish and all that stuff. I don't. I didn't hunt after Vietnam. I didn't. I didn't hunt anymore. Not trying to wax philosophical or anything. No, I it's just, okay. You
2: don't yeah. want to kill anything
0: anymore. And uh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's one of those. I know a lot of guys that way, You've gone through combat, and you you see what uh, <clears throat> humans can do to each other, and you just kind of lose your taste for uh, violence and blood. Anyway, or you go the, or you go all the way the other way. <laughs> the other way. Crazy, wild, crazy guy, and I was I was too lazy for that. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: that did, takes too did, much did, commitment. Did some of uh I guess did you get people reaching out to who you served with in Vietnam when Waterboy came out and it became the smash hit? I mean, it was a really couple, yeah, I, a box office success.
0: I, a couple of guys uh, I got re got contact re- got in contact with again. That worked. One <laughs> was uh, my our medic, the guy who uh, took care of us when we got wounded and. You know, gave us their anti malarial pills and all that stuff and tended our sores and everything. And then the other one was uh, uh, one of the guys I went through officer candidate school with, who was in a different battalion in the brigade that I was in, part of the fifth division. So, yeah, and then since, since then, I've been in touch with other guys. I didn't have a whole lot of guys that you know, made it. So anyway,
1: uh, I mean, yeah. Was, do, they, do they want I to talk have, to you about acting? I mean, I would imagine they're, you know, it's an exciting, you know, thing to connect with someone about.
0: I don't think they think of me as an actor as much as they think of me as their platoon leader who got really lucky.
1: <laughs> also, also that's fair.
0: <laughs> uh, I think so, they I mean, thought, me, thought of me more as a comedian. Because that's where yeah. he saw me first was on The Tonight Show. So, you know, and I – one of the guys, he, he tells the story. He goes, I was sitting there with my wife, and his wife is now deceased. He says, I'm sitting there with my wife. And they go, this next guy was in Vietnam, and he's a platoon leader, and I think it's Blake Clark. And he goes, hey, my platoon leader was Blake. <laughs> that's him! <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God, that's him. And, uh, you know, that. so that – You know, I wasn't in touch with a guy, so I didn't say, "Oh, I'm going to be on the Tonight Show," but I talked (laughs) about the army and some things. of you know, anyway, I I've been really fortunate in uh, uh, that I I, I've had the most of the characters that I've played are likable characters, you know, like the father on Boy Meets World, the father in 51st Date, Farmer Fran, you know. They're usually uh, Harry the Hardware Guy on Home Improvement. They're likable characters. That's right. So, and then being at Boy Meets World and then Waterboy, and it's like there's a whole generation of people that kind of grew up with those shows and that movie. I'm one of them. Yeah. I remember the first time I ever encountered some uh, fans of the Boy Meets World. I was in Detroit doing a, a, a comedy club. And after the show, this nice looking young couple, probably in their early 20s, 21, 22, come up and they go, uh, "Yeah, you were on our favorite show. And I'm figuring, you know, uh, Home Improvement. And I went, oh, really? Uh, home Improvement? And they went, no, boy meets world. And I went, <laughs> should you be in here? They go, yeah. We're 22 years old. I went, oh my God. So That show
1: was on for a long time. Yeah, it
0: was. Yeah, it was. It was a good,
1: you know, that was a,
0: a great experience because everybody on that show was so nice. And I, you know, it sounds like bull crap when you say the, you know, they're all but they were. They were so nice and. And Michael Jacobs, the creator and producer and the writers and the guy, you know, I'm still in touch with these guys. And it was just, it always had a good moral um, lesson to teach. It it always
1: came back to an idea. Uh,
0: Yes. And uh, it was just a, a great experience and I really enjoyed doing it. I missed out on a few episodes of both that and, home because is off doing the movies and stuff but sure. I afraid that for the world
1: i speaking of morals one of your favorite or my favorite roles that you had or your favorite whatever mr deeds <laughs> you have that quick second and i say it all the time the yeah. quarterback the star quarterback right. has yeah. used foul language in front of the ladies what right. do yeah. you remember what your character says it said, i'm going to uh,
0: I, no, I don't. But I remember I was going to take my belt off and I was going to spank him. And that guy, who I think he played Zach—not Zach—he played another character on uh, um, Big Bang Theory. He was huge. Really? I could have driven into—I could have driven a car into him. It wouldn't have hurt him. There's nothing I'm going to do with. It. He went, "Daddy, no," you know. Cause he goes, "You don't
1: talk." I that think way. Adam Sandler he, tells you on the phone that he used foul language. And you're yes. like, uh, you know, I'll remind him not to do that. Right. You start taking off your belt. He goes, yes. no, daddy, no. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and the camera, like, the camera. I, I, was that pretty good?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yes. But I couldn't have hurt that guy with a, with a, like I said, with a, I could have driven a Jeep into him and wouldn't have hurt him.
1: <laughs> he gets beat up that movie. Adam Sandler yeah. hit him in the face too. <laughs> And that you know, now that you say it, the camera was right on top of him. They must have really tried to make him look small, no. because he's cowering exactly like, like that. Huge. <laughs> That's like such a good more. line, though. It's yeah. Um, with the water boy, out of curiosity, were people cracking up when you were speaking the gibberish? I mean, like, was it hard to get through takes? Sometimes,
0: and the, one, one of time. the best ones. I, I don't know. Can you say bad words on this thing?
1: Yeah, you can say anything. F bomb. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So <laughs> whatever you're comfortable. We with. were in a
0: we were in a circle, and and Adam was standing over here, and and he goes so when he's going my my mama my mama my mama my mama my my mama, mama, mama. <laughs> and you know I'm kind of not really in I'm just kind of a little bit on camera and I start laughing because he <laughs> And he goes, my 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 mama said, my mama, fuck you, Blake. the whole thing broke up, and then they had me stand somewhere else because I couldn't keep a straight face. But yeah, we were, we you know, a lot of it was ad lib. You never knew what was going to come out. And and if Adam thought of something, he'd say it. And really, yeah,
1: is that normally how he how he goes? I think
0: no. He usually he'll they'll change the script, but he will he will usually you know it'll it'll be uh, they'll 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 let you read it first and then he, he doesn't spring a lot sure. of stuff, up. but sometimes okay he does. yeah if he thinks it's something funny.
1: One last also I want to know the first time he hits someone in Waterboy right. and you get Henry Winkler's reaction, the kicker's reaction. They're, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then you just go, like, Discioto. Discioto. <laughs> what is that? Is that like he I killed him? One of those
0: things that was, was, uh, was phonetically written out, uh, Weez on it, It's just one of those. Uh, I think it was more, I was thinking he was saying, oh, my God. Discioto. So, <laughs> it's kind of so like funny. he cleaned his clout. You know, yeah. I also... I'm from a different generation. So we had Rydell enemas and cleanest clock and cleanest plow and uh, fake him out of his jock. And, you know, those were the lingos we use. I don't know what they do now. Some of it's about the same.
1: Some of it's the same. What about, what about, I don't know how, you know, you were talking about Nick Saban. What about Coach O at LSU? Like, do you know oh. who that –
0: yeah, I know who he I was like that. He, yeah, he 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 took over at SC out there, you know. Oh, that's you, right. Yeah.
1: Are you out here? I live in San Francisco. Okay. He
0: took over USC. He won eight games, and they didn't offer him the job, so he goes to LSU right. to the damn national championship. So good for him.
1: It is, but perfect it, that he's there in Louisiana. Yeah. People always. I mean,
0: that was people, his strong point even even here in Southern California was his recruiting so when yep. they got rid of him they got rid of their ace in a hole with their recruiting or double aces you know yep. and, uh, so he went to where he is from and it goes in and talks to people it ain't like he's got an accent
1: right so, yeah people I mean people like love him also yeah. they say that he sounds like farmer Fran. Because <laughs> he's so hard to understand. They're YouTube videos, Farmer Fran or Coach O. Yeah. <laughs> Can you do that one more time? Can I do go it one more? <laughs> That is amazing. Oh, uh, That is amazing. We're, we're going to go viral with Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. <laughs> he always said that. They
0: go, Coach, what are you going to do to say that? We're going to block a little bit better. And maybe we're going to try to do a double back cover and uh, Go Tigers. <laughs> so you always end up, whatever he said, it would go tagus
1: It's it's so perfect because it's so hard to understand until then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And when Farmer Fran goes, you can just hear him say Bobby, but yeah. you can't really understand the rest. But having grown up
0: down there, you go from northern Florida, which is a redneck Riviera, south Florida, yep. forget it, part of New York, northern Florida, Georgia, Alabama, Tennessee, Mississippi, Arkansas, the accents vary a little bit. But you get into Louisiana and it's all that this man, what y'all talk about? Come over here and you, want I'm gonna tell you. You know you different place then. Yes. And, but he does he goes and he doesn't have to pretend. He just goes and whatever well, you won't come to talk to I won't come to talk to your son about coming out to play for the Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so good people wouldn't understand him and they go oh that would be wonderful coach so yeah that is where he should be
1: yes and there's a reason he's succeeding it's like the perfect representation or person to like represent the program and i'm from houston texas so i'm not too far from out from louisiana
0: of course my wife was born in houston
1: oh really Yeah. all right and you guys are out in la now
0: yeah, I've been here for 30 no wait, 40 years. Wow. I've been in LA for 40 friggin' years. Wow. We uh she grew up in a in a in the jungles. In uh not wild.
1: <laughs> I was like,
0: what jungles? She, up, she was the South American jungles of Venezuela. She grew up in a,
1: oh in my a God. Jungle
0: compound in the literally in the middle of the jungle. And she lived her first eight years of her life there because her dad worked for uh, Exxon. And he was sure they they were drilling oil down there. So he was an oil field supervisor guy. They had a compound where all the Americans lived. So I say that's why we'll be married 48 years, Nick, on on Tuesday. Oh, my God.
1: Congrats. Happy anniversary to you both. That's that's amazing. and I,
0: the reason we get along, I said, we both lived in the jungle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> different
0: kinds. Yeah, different jungle. She lived right. there longer, but I got shot at more.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Did what was her reaction to to the Farmer Fran the first time oh, she, she lo- saw she it? She thought it was
0: great. She loved it. She loves Adam. Adam and her, you know, they're friends. And he met he met her when he was first out here. And, uh,
1: I'm sure he was a know, baby. He was young.
0: Yeah, Yes, he was
1: 22. 22
0: years old. And uh, now he's 54, I think. Oh. I think I'm 20 years older than him, and I'm 74. <laughs> so I never thought I'd live this long. I mean, there war, were war. times, without trying to, try to sound melodramatic, there were times that I didn't think I was going to see the next day. And that was filming Waterboy. Oh. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that to make it to pinch her pinch her nipples and smile and <laughs> yes
0: right yeah
1: <laughs> unbelievable thank you so thank much you. for coming on today oh hey thanks, i really man. really appreciate your time that was a, an absolute blast we love it and maybe maybe we'll get you on during football season and you can do sure. some pics as far, farmer okay. fran hell yeah that'd be amazing that'd be great awesome all right all right. Thank you for your time, Blake Clark. Go tag us. Go tag us. <laughs> That's our show. Thank you guys for listening. We will have another episode here on Wednesday as normal with our golf picks. I said Tuesday earlier. I meant Wednesday morning, late Tuesday night. We got golf picks, golf locks. Memorial. Let's, yep. Memorial. Huge this is
2: It's a major. It's essentially a major. I cannot wait to drop hammer lock dongs on Furley's. You know, outright
1: species. We're gonna have fun, Burn. Great interview, by the way. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad I'm glad you gave me that opportunity with your drunkenness. Thank it's you guys with, for listening. Willing. Yeah. It's always our week. Let's get rich.